It's five in the morning and I'm up and I couldn't sleep and I decided that I would do some podcasting today. So, what are we going to talk about? The uh, Republican convention was last week. Boy, what a shit show that was. It was garbage. But what do I expect by a Trump-led convention? The DNC right now is I. I mean, it's I. That's about it. Pretty much you're getting... You're getting... You're not getting gold in either party. You're pretty much getting... The equivalent of herpes or AIDS here, but that's besides the point. So before I get political, let's talk about some of this mainstream media crap. What 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 happened? What last the big story last week was Taylor Swift and Kanye and Kim. That's funny. It's funny on both sides that Kim and Kanye felt that they needed to record that or had to. And it's also funny that uh, Taylor Swift got exposed because she's a fucking demon. So serious. I, I am not a fan. She's fake. She's she's terrible. She's up there with that Tommy Loren bitch that that keeps uh, making videos talking about how she pretty much has the right to talk about how we as black people need to go about life because you know her people fought to free slaves. Fuck that bitch. Um, so yeah, Taylor Swift, Kanye West, and then (sighs) Selena Gomez decided to open her fucking trap, and then she just opened up a whole can of worms that didn't need to be open, talking about if I tweet something, if I hashtag something, would it save lives? Actually, yeah, it would, it would bring awareness. Because it's coming from a voice that isn't black, or it's coming from a voice that has money. So yeah, I do believe you actually save lives. Silly me to think that, you know. Um. So then she talked about it. I mean, I've always been. Like, I tried my best for years to try to get into Taylor Swift. You know, just... I tried my hardest, and it it just didn't happen for me. I wasn't feeling her. I'm just not into her music. And it sucks because, you know, everyone's like, Oh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. And I'm like... 
Yeah, whatever. Who needs that, right? Anyway, so a lot is going on since my last uh, podcast, my last entry anyway. I've ranted about yet more black lives, innocent lives losing their life to police, over-policing, you know, and justice still isn't being uh, served uh, the cop from Freddie from the Freddie Gray murder. He's uh, going to be first set free. He won't have to. None of them will have to feel the ramifications of their uh, actions. <sighs> yep. Tamir Rice, that cop. Nope. So we're just going to keep getting killed, I guess. And no one's going to have to answer for it, you know. But for every cop that's murdered, for every white person that's murdered, there's going to be consequences. Which, I mean, there should be consequences, but there should also be consequences when a black person is murdered by the police. And you can call it what you want. I'm going to call it murder because it is murder. I don't care, I might lose friends over that statement, but it is it is what it is, you know. I'm not going to continue to pander to, well, it's not like I pandered anyway. I'm just not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and just... Try to make to worry about your feelings. Cause you're not worried about ours. You're not worried about our lives, so fuck your feelings. I'm just not gonna do it. It, it sucks that every time I go on Facebook or something or open up a Twitter, it's open up my Twitter and there's something there. So you know what, John Stewart said it best. I'm not going to censor myself to comfort your ignorance. I'm not. And a lot of you are pretty fucking ignorant. It's true. A lot of you are pretty damn ignorant. And... I have to interact with a lot of you on a daily basis. So that sucks. I mean, it sucks because, you know, at work, I'm like one of like three black people, maybe two black people that work where I work. And I just learned that for the longest I've been referred to as that colored boy. You know? Aside from all the niggers and stuff I've heard people say. And I mean, I don't care how you're using it. Don't say it. I don't really say it as much. Only time I really say nigga or anything is when I'm talking about stuff like this. So it'd be great if y'all would stop. 
That would be perfect. Anyway. So we got that. So what's up with... uh? So I heard... So if anyone is new to things, the WNBA had a team, the Minnesota Lynx, I believe. They wore shirts basically memorializing the two black people that were shot and killed by the police and the police that were murdered in Dallas. Um, The police force decided they wanted to try to walk out in Minnesota. And it's funny because they were supporting your people, you know? They were supporting the police. But because they were supporting two black men that the police killed, you walked out because you saw it as a slap in the face to the two uh, officers, and it wasn't. It wasn't. And it's funny that y'all do so much, but y'all have... Y'all could do so much. Y'all could call us all types of names, kill us, beat on us, but y'all can't take protest. Y'all feel like, oh, it's a challenge to our authority. Y'all just, y'all can't take being called out for your bullshit when you continue to do bullshit. That's pretty unfortunate. It, It sucks. That as and we have to, when we're around police, we have to walk on eggshells because we don't know if y'all gonna, gonna go radical on us. Or if we're gonna try to go super cop on us and shoot everybody in the building. <clears throat> I'm not scared of criminals, I'm scared of the police. Because I expect criminals to do criminal shit. I don't expect the police to do criminal shit. But y'all continue to do criminal shit and you don't pay for it. So, I mean, it is that it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and just censor myself. No, this is how I feel. This is what happens. It's not good. <clears throat> No one should have to do the thing, go through this. But but black people, constantly we have to protest, we have to march, but then when we protest, you're like, look at all those niggers protesting, you know. Why are they protesting? We're trying to protect you. You know, not all cops are bad. So where are the good cops with bad cops doing bad cop shit? Oh, well, you can't, you know, every situation's different. And you can't go by every situation and say, oh, uh, all cops are bad. Like, you, it's like, yeah, situations are different, but these things are pretty consistent. 
we're still dealing with the same kind of bullshit. But I mean, what do you want us to do? We're, we're just asking for the simple right. Stop killing us. And then you got people that are like, well, you know, black people kill black people. You know, you know, you guys kill yourselves more than we kill you, than the cops kill you. Well, you know what? White people kill white people more than the cops kill white people, but you don't see us bringing that shit up. Eighty-three <clears> percent <throat> of all white murders are done by, uh, oh yeah, white people. So y'all have pretty much an epidemic on your hands as well. But I don't see y'all calling, bringing that up. I don't see y'all saying anything about that. It just sucks that we have to defend the black on black crime argument, but y'all don't have to defend yourselves against the white on white crime argument. And that's pretty one. That's pretty fucking one sided, if you ask me. Anyway. Yeah, I just went on a tangent. <laughs> um, so the Minnesota Lynx did what they were doing. And the WNBA said they wanted to they decided to fine the players. What was it? Five thousand for the team, five hundred for each player. When I was originally about to record this podcast, I was gonna call the NBA out, the WNBA out on it. And call and say how bullshit that was. But they've rescinded those fines. So there goes that rant that I had prepared. <laughs> um, which then brings me to a point of sexism in the uh, professional sports world. And in sports entertainment. Yes, when I say sports entertainment, I am talking about wrestling. Because, yes, there's sexism there, too. So, I mean, let's get into it. Why is women's soccer still being underpaid? Why is the national women's team still being paid less than the men's national team? The women's team is qualified for the Olympics. The men have it. The women have won World Cups. The men have it. Revenue that is being made within the soccer world in the United States is being made by the women. The men can't draw shit. Women are packing stadiums every time they play in the United States. And they're not packing like high school stadiums. They're packing like Seattle, where the, where the Seahawks play. They're packing Lincoln Financial, where the Eagles play. Heinz Field, where the Steelers pay, play. They're packing those stadiums, 63 plus fucking people. And yet they are underpaid. The men can't sell out Lincoln Financial. The men couldn't sell out, uh, probably couldn't sell out a fucking mid-level college stadium. Like, and let's think about it. The men are playing in these traditional, the national team are playing in traditional soccer stadiums. They're playing where there's like 20,000, 30,000 seats, and they can't even sell that out. The women are going out here selling out 63,000 seats. (laughs) 
This country doesn't have a soccer problem. It has a sex problem. Because Alex Morgan doesn't have a dick. She can't make as much as fucking... Uh, what's his name? Clint Dempsey. Like, because Carly Lloyd has a vagina. She can't make as much as the fucking losers on the men team. Who will be watching the Olympics at home? Might I remind you? So what made me want to bring up sexism in professional sports and sports entertainment was I was watching... I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to sports podcasts. I listen to Don Dan Lebertard and all them. Bomani Jones. I listen to uh, Michael Smith and Jamel Hill. The His and Hers podcast. I listen to a lot of things. And when you think of what I listen to talk about the sports, I also listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. And I'm going to stop listening to a lot of them because they are so fucking sexist. Um, was it a Peter Rosenberg? I like, I love Peter Rosenberg. He's awesome. His podcast is awesome. And he brought up a good point on the Twitter. How men look at women in professional wrestling. How that has changed. Women's wrestling has changed from when we were growing up. It's, it's actually wrestling. There's actual equality. They can put on good batches. Sasha Banks can wrestle about, can, can wrestle. She could put on a five-star match just like a Seth Rollins could. And it's overlooked. Because men are so set in their ways. Oh, the women are wrestling. Let me go to the bathroom. Oh, the women are wrestling. Time to go get a beer. Oh, why are they wrestling for 20 minutes? Get them the fuck off the, out the ring, you know? I want to see I want to see Seth Rollins. I want to see Roman Reigns. I want to see some dick. You know? Anyway. Like, they don't sound suspect to y'all. These women, beautiful women at that, like, and that doesn't even matter. And I'm going to touch on that in a minute. Because I'm about to defend another one of these wrestlers. Her name is Bailey. I'm going to defend her in a minute. I don't care about how they look. They're putting on good-ass matches. Isn't that what y'all wanted? It's funny to say people would ever like, oh, yes, let's get real women's wrestling. Or now those same ones are like, why the fuck are they on my TV? Y'all you know, acting like Taylor Swift. You only care about the cost if it benefits yourself. Anyway, I was, I'm off of that bitch. So, there's a wrestler named Bailey. There's one podcast about somehow ugly she is. She's not. They talk about, oh, they should never bring her up to, because there's an NXT, there's a, developmental 
roster and then there's the main roster. Oh, they should always they should never bring her up to the main roster. She doesn't look good. She's blah 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 blah. Yo, shut the fuck up. It's not about looks anymore, dude. I mean it's not about watching wrestling with your dick. If you watch wrestling with your dick, I'm gonna question the kind of person you are. <laughs> so I mean, like, yo, you gotta chill with that shit. And because of those comments, there's this one podcast I used to love watching too, listening to, and I'm not gonna to listen to it anymore because there's a bunch of sexist pigs. So let me get off of that. I'm going to touch on this briefly. Leslie Jones was, was getting bashed on Twitter by a bunch of people on Twitter. About she's ugly, she looks like a monkey, looks like a gorilla because she's black and she's in the new Ghostbusters movie. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, fuck y'all. Y'all are stupid. Leslie Jones, you continue to be amazing. And fuck the haters. Because a lot of them are racist. And I, I saw one of these fucking people got banned on Twitter for life. Good fucking call, Twitter. About time y'all start standing up for some black people. So there's that. And then there's... I mean, it's... The world is we're living in isn't so. It's not what it should be. And I was talking to somebody today, yesterday, and we were they were talking about how you know how we're coming for people's guns or whatever. Not we, because I I don't care if you have guns, people. I really don't. As long as you don't shoot me. But, you know, there's something about, oh, you're coming for these assault rifles when it's handguns that kill people. They're using handguns. You're coming for, you need to stop coming for the guns and deal with the people. And then, I mean, I was with you. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said, well, you know, black people need to be more focused on your own community. And I was like, hold the fuck on there, buddy. Because we have been in our communities trying to stop the violence. And if you look at statistics, the statistics of violence in the black communities have come down. I mean, it's not a not a, a whole hell of a lot, but it's coming down. And that's because we got people in the communities telling telling these kids, telling people, yo, put the guns down. You know, so we got that going on, and 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 the United's like, well, you know, Black Lives Matter should uh, be more more concerned about their community, and it's like you do you do realize that they are in the communities. That's why there is a Black Lives Matter movement to better the community, and by bettering the community doesn't just mean Stopping ourselves, stopping black-on-black crime, and stopping police-on-black crime as well. 
Like, <clears throat> my wife, who's white, had her eyes open to something. We were watching Straight Outta Compton on a Saturday evening. And she was asking me questions and things like that. O- opened her eyes. She didn't know America was, like, she didn't understand the the plight of the black America. And she was able to gain a better understanding of it. Which I applaud her because she's trying, she's, she's so understanding. She's, she's, she does what she can, you know, to try to get me through when I'm down because of all of the shit that goes on to my people. She's discriminated against just as much as I am because she's married to me. So, I mean, <clears throat> so, so I applaud her for that, you know, and being wanting to gain knowledge, wanting to understand so she could fight the fight, you know. So I'm, we're watching it, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, isn't America pretty much getting back to how it was in the late 80s? The police just throwing black people on the ground, stand up, just saying, with all this stuff, calling us all types of names and all types of niggers anyway. It's like America, we go through a cycle. Where in the 90s, people, you know, it was cool to be black. It was cool to, you know, that black pride. 2000s, we were still there. And then it starts going back down to, wait a minute, fuck you niggers. And start shooting you again. Back to where we were in the 80s. And then have to fight for the rights that you were fighting for in the 60s for the basic right to live. Yeah, like, it's funny because white people feel as though that we're, we're, we're on this straight, narrow path to, you know, killing all types of oppression when no, there are mountains and there are valleys. There are peaks where it's like, it's, it's good, we're, on top, we're like, yes, America, yes. And then we get, the just then just that quick, we're back in the valley. And right now, we are in a deep valley. We, we are dealing with things that we shouldn't be dealing with in 2016, if you ask me. It sucks, but, you know, here we are. It's to the business to the point that when I walk into a Walmart in Indiana, Pennsylvania, that I still, I get stared at. You could see people whispering, oh, my God, there's that black guy. He's walking inside of Walmart. There's a black guy in Walmart. You know, as if I don't want Walmart things or if I don't have the money to be in Walmart. 
I make more money than most of you people here in Indiana. But that's beside the point. I have every right to be in Walmart as you do. And it, and it's weird that you would you would think they would not act as though they don't they've never seen a black person when Indiana PA is a college town and pretty much everyone up here is a Philly brother or in Pittsburgh brother. <laughs> so I don't know where this surprise is coming from. But that's beside the point. We'll get off of that for now. So I, I just <clears throat> want to bring up that we need to be more. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? We need to do better as a nation. Yes, I know. Black on black crime. Fuck out of here with that. We're trying. That's, that's going to be my rebuttal from now on. What about black on black crime? I'm be like, well, what about white on white crime? You know? And I don't understand white on white crime because a lot of you don't. Because black on black crime happens in poverty-stricken areas. Because that's where, you know, you guys decided to place us when, you know, you gave us rights. When you, when you fought for us to not be slaves anymore, you didn't fight for us to be educated. You didn't fight for us to be a be equals. Yeah, he said, yeah, you niggas aren't gonna be slave anymore, but you still are fucking monkeys. Which is unfortunate, but that's how that went, isn't it? So there's that, and like I don't, I don't really don't know what to tell you guys. My views won't change or not. Like I wish we, I would come, be able to come up on here, and be like, well, the change has come, guys. But. We have to sit here and sit here and be on my Sam Cook, praying that a change is going to come. Telling somebody, you know, a change is going to come, a change is going to come. After a while, you're just like, fuck it, the change is never going to come. And then you see people take the radical route, make bring the change, to make the change come by force. That's why you saw Dallas police getting shot. Police in uh in Baton Rouge get shot. Police all over getting killed. Because if y'all aren't gonna pay for the consequences, some they people feel as though they are gonna make you feel it and pay for it yourselves. Do I agree with that? No. But I understand it. It's like those riots in uh, Baltimore and Ferguson. Do I agree with the riots? No. But I understand it. Uh, this is bullshit. Right as I'm talking about equality and everything, talking about getting rid of the hate, what do I see? 
the Hillary uh, commercial where Donald Trump is mocking people with mental disabilities. Like, this is the fucking person the Republicans are putting in front of you to be fucking president. But change is never going to come when you're doing shit like that. And up there just mocking people with mental disabilities. That is ridiculous. And you shouldn't stand for it. But this is the kind of person that the Republicans want. Because it's sad to say most Republicans are just like him. No longer the party of Lincoln, the freer of slaves. No longer the party of morals and justice. It's now the party of bigotry and hate. It sucks. But I tell you what. That change is never going to come. Not with support for people like Donald Trump. No. I mean, it's... That just pissed me off seeing that. Seeing him mock all those... Mock people with mental disabilities. Oh. I just got instantly pissed. That's why you don't do a podcast with TV on, because then you rant about the shit you see. Like, I don't understand. And what I don't understand is black people who are supporting this asshole. Pastors up there talking about some Trump. No. I'm going to use the words. Y'all are up there cooning. Y'all are up there being Uncle Toms. Y'all are up there being... Being just plain stupid. Sellouts. Over some money. Some Donald Trump money. Because I'm pretty sure that the black people up there are being paid. What's, what's that chick from... Uh, <clears throat> from the uh, Apprentice, the black lady, uh, Am- Ambrosia, up there talking about something. She's trying to be an outreach person for the black community. Bitch, you couldn't reach me with a 90-foot pole. Get out of here. With a re- outreach. Bitch, you're reaching, thinking you're going to reach people. Oh. Uh, well, <clears throat> let me close this out with on a kind of a note where I tell people to stop being bitter and go fuck yourselves. So, released a couple weeks ago, there was um, <clears throat> an app released that people are using everywhere. You know. An app. Pokemon Go is what it's called. So listen. To the miserable get off my lawn idiots. 
pretty much people who are like, oh, Pokemon Go, I don't play that. I have a real job. <sighs> Dick face, I have a real job too. And I probably make more money than the person that's saying, I have a real job. And I play. Not to the extent as the kids out here are playing at the moment, but I do play. <clears throat> Level 15 Valor, Team Valor, baby. Um, <laughs> and then you got the people, black people are like, Oh, you know, playing this po you're playing Pokemon Go, but we're still being killed and beaten by the cops. <sighs> you're just being distracted. You need to wake up. Oh my god. So listen. I could be woke and still catch these Pokemon. <laughs> these Pokemon, alright? I can be woke. still play the game I can have a real job and still play the game people who play Pokemon Go just don't have lives no I have a life I have three children I have a wife I have life I have a life I don't sit in on them all day I work I have so much of a life. I have to find time to play the game. So, so miss me with the bullshit. And, 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 and it sucks because you're basically crapping on things you don't understand. Kind of like America. Anything that causes change that, that's unifying... Pokemon Go is unifying people. People who wouldn't normally talk to each other are talking to each other. Which I read an article, which I know that you people have an issue with. Because I read an article where a girl was like, I just want to play Pokemon Go. I don't want to talk to people. How about, you know, like she was, she was basically talking about how she, just, she doesn't wish to talk to people. And that's fine. You can do that. She, she automatically thinks men are coming up here trying to hit on her. No, bitch. We trying to tell you there's a Pikachu around the corner, ho. Anyway. I didn't mean to call you a hoe. I'm sorry. Anyway. Just like America. Anything... that isn't your agenda, you shit on. Anything that's not something you would do, you reduce it to being pointless and stupid. Well, here is an eye-opener for you people. It's not about you. I could care less about your feelings. Fuck your feelings. Okay? You and your feelings can get the fuck out of my face. So fuck you. 
I'm going to enjoy this Pokemon Go. And you know how much I've enjoyed playing Pokemon Go? I've been sitting in my living room watching CNN, watching the Dems convention shit. And I've been playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> because not only is it fun for me, it keeps me sane when I have to deal with you crazy motherfuckers or every day. Make sense? Now do you understand why people play games? To keep us sane. Because people in the real world are fucking crazy. What type of person do you think I'd be if I was sitting here all day, every day, trying, which I do. <laughs> when I share things on Facebook and Twitter, I'm, I'm trying to keep y'all woke. But what kind, of, what kind of life would I have? What kind of mental state would I be in just looking at the bullshit all day? Staring at the bullshit all day. Pokemon Go was a godsend. In a week where we were seeing videos of people being shot on Facebook, I was able to log off of Facebook and do something else, which you need to do. People log off sometimes. Log off of Twitter, log off of Facebook. You don't always need to be surrounded and emerge and emerge yourself in the bullshit. Because guess what? When you come back, the bullshit will still be there. You don't need to be in the bullshit all day. <clears throat> so I just suggest, if you're not playing Pokemon Go, good for you. That's nice. Don't shit on people that are, that are playing it. But I will say this to you. You need to find something to do with your time instead of immersing yourself in the bullshit 24-7 because you're going to make yourself crazy and depressed. Well, 42 minutes seems like that's long enough. I'm a piece out of here. See if I can catch a nap before I have to go to work. Like real shit, guys. Just if, if you get nothing else from this podcast, this podcast, get this. Log off. Literally, go to your fucking little thing on Facebook. Go to the. The thing next to the lock, go to the little tab thing, bring it down, it's right under settings, there's a button that says log off, click it. Don't, don't just close the window, log off. Your phone, log off. Twitter, log off. Tumblr, log off. Don't read the bullshit. Go out. Because the bullshit, guess what? It's still going to be there. We're still going to have to deal with the bullshit. But at least when you deal with the bullshit, you'll be in a better state of mind. Why do you think I hold off on doing podcasts for so long after events? Because if I get on here 
if I get on here and do a podcast an hour after I, something happens, someone gets killed after I see a video. If I would have got on here last week after I saw those videos, oh, you think I curse a lot now? I would have been everything short of fuck the police. No, I probably would have even said fuck the police as it played in the background. You would have been like, oh, he's on his militant. And I'm not. I'm not a militant. I just want equality. I want to get paid the same pay for doing the same job better than you. Yes, I know I'm arrogant, but that's my personality. Because I know for a fact that of all the white people at my job, I do my job better than all of them. Because I have to. I don't get the leisure. I don't get the ability to to slack off like they do. I have to be on my shit every day. Or the axe will come down on me before it comes down on them. I want the same treatment. I want to be able to apply for a job that I am very qualified for and get it. At least get an interview. But, it, you know. But in Indiana, they're like, oh, when once you put down what your race is, they're like, nope, fuck that guy. Please get a phone call. Especially when I'm more than qualified. <sighs> Speaking of bullshit, Justin... A priest is killed by two ISIS soldiers in a church attack in Paris, I believe. That's it. Prepare to hear the bullshit from Donald Trump on that. Anyway, guys, take care of yourselves. Love each other. Until next time, peace out.